0: Today's episode is sponsored by my newest book, Extra Easy Keto, Seven Days to Ketogenic Weight Loss on a Low-Carb Diet, published by St. Martin's Press and Macmillan Audio. If you're kickstarting or restarting the keto diet, or maybe you just need a kick in the pants, well, Extra Easy Keto is perfect for you. I'll teach you how to make the keto diet easier, doable, and fun in just seven days time. Order your copy or download the audiobook of Extra Easy Keto by Stephanie Laska today. Well, how much weight can I expect to lose on a keto diet? People ask that all the time. So today's guest, Sheila Kaiser is going to help us answer this question and give us some tips. But before we get started, I'm gonna spin the wheel because everybody likes to win a prize on the Dirty Lazy Keto podcast. So let's see what we're gonna win. Sheila's standing by. Very exciting. Oh, it's a surprise. Well, I'm going to give away one of my favorites then if it's a surprise and it's going to be a Dirty Lazy Keto Red Lunch Pail. Hello. How exciting is that? So give everybody a thumbs up because you want to win and you want to participate. The way you can win a prize is by listening to Sheila's wonderful interview and then typing comments and questions below. That way she knows that you care and support her. And also you'll be entered at random to win a prize. So welcome to the show, Sheila. I'm so excited. Yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So Sheila, tell us a little bit about where you're at on your Dirty Lazy Keto journey.
1: So I'm actually in maintenance. So I, my, I know I reached my final goal. It was definitely, that was one of the trickiest parts was figuring out what my final goal was. But I reached my final goal probably late March, early April.
0: And what month is it right
1: now? It is, I think, July. Because <laughs>
0: some people listen to it differently, right? So it'll be out oh, there in the universe. Yeah, yeah so in the future.
1: My job is all summer. So uh, I think it's July 1st. I believe that that is correct.
0: So, how many months then did it take you? Do you think to get into maintenance? So,
1: it took me nine. It was nine months. It took nine months. It was really, it was great.
0: Awesome. So, and what was your like starting weight, your current weight, or size? Whatever you want to share.
1: Yeah. So, I started at uh, two hundred and thirty-six pounds. I was a size XXL and a size eighteen when I started at the end of July. It was the biggest I'd ever been in my life. So for me, it was very large. And with what I do, it was very difficult to you know, accomplish my day-to-day tasks.
0: And how tall are you?
1: I am five foot nine.
0: Okay. So And when and you mentioned your job, do you want to share that? You said it's hard yeah, with your so day-to-day day with, tasks.
1: Yeah. I work in aquatics. So I work with a bunch of teenagers and I work with the public and water safety and lifeguarding and all of that fun stuff. So even honestly, though, simple tasks, like walking up the stairs to my second floor apartment, that was hard. Uh, my knees would hurt when I would get to the top. So I knew that it was time for a change.
0: Wow. So, and plus you were wearing a swimsuit all the time.
1: I wore And that was, yeah. I mean, I, that's um, all
0: I heard when you said you were in aquatics. I was like, oh my gosh, does that mean you have to wear a swimsuit in public? I
1: did. And I never, I was always body, I don't know what it is. Like it was really about my body. Like it was about what I could do with my body. I always loved myself. I was always pretty okay with me. Um, I was like, it's hot outside. I'm going to wear shorts. I don't care what my legs look like. Or I got to teach this swim lesson. I'm not going to do it fully clothed. So um, that's. I think that's been a definite challenge for me is um, in going and buying a size small and then being like, how is this possible? I was never that big. I never. I never really, I don't know. It was my body that that basically made me feel large was how I felt when I was trying to do day-to-day tasks versus Interesting. my own
0: brain. Yeah. It's not always about just the way you look. It's sometimes about the way you think about yourself, right? And the things that you can do.
1: Yes, exactly. And like, and also my mom has a lot of health conditions, like every acronym disease you can think of. Um, and I really just was looking and having a conversation with her. and was like, that's, that's where I'm headed. I, I don't, I don't want that for myself. And I want to be a good example for my daughter.
0: And you have a beautiful little girl, and I'm hoping I can share your before and after photo. I printed it out in case I can't figure out how to do the screen share, but maybe I might just show this up on the screen here. And so you wanted to be an example for her, as well as avoid some of the health conditions that your mom is facing now, does that sound right?
1: Exactly. Because I've had to fight it my whole life. And if I could find a healthy way to do that and then encourage her, you know, um, cause it's just, you know, it's genetic for us to be thicker women.
0: Yes. Amen to that. I know it's not fair, right?
1: <laughs> it's not, <laughs> let's just put it's that nice out there. Though, it I mean, definitely it's definitely not fair. It can, it can be nice. I mean, like I'm, I like, I like my shape, but, um, uh, maybe less of it with the same shape is great
0: same shape just a little bit on the healthier side right so you feel like you Mm -hmm. can still walk up those stairs to your apartment upstairs and and be out there and do all those activities with the public like you said
1: exactly i feel
0: how old 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 old. are you i'm curious because you're so beautiful and fabulous everyone's looking at your cute adorable family and you on on screen and i bet everyone wants to know
1: i'm 41 i just turned 41 in june happy birthday So i started this journey when i was Forty years old. I, it was like about a month and a half after my birthday.
0: Well, happy birthday! And wow, what a gift you gave yourself.
1: I it was incredible. Oh, so yeah, it was it was awesome to be able to you know just decide forty is the year. i know 40 I've heard is the of year. Interviews where it's fifty is the year, sixty is the year. For me, I kind of wanted those extra ten. So it was it was great. And when I started this journey, I started this journey the way I'd always started keto, which was strict. Oh, tell me about that. Yeah, so when I started this journey, it was just, oh, I know keto works for me, I'm gonna do it, and I'd always gain and lost the same 20 pounds on keto. But the thing is, is that it's not realistic, and especially with my job. Even now in maintenance, I have to be really, there are days where I fall off the wagon and have to get back on and you know, just decide that my health is more important than cheese sticks, and so, you know, it's like, um, but it was, I would just gain and lose the same weight. And then all of a sudden I'm like, this is, can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so I would gain and lose the same weight. And then all of a sudden I was like, this isn't working. There has to be something different. And I was actually in one of the crazy keto Facebook groups, the, you know, the keto police and the, oof,
0: The strict keto food uh, sheriffs.
1: They yes, saying that's not keto.
0: What are you doing with that diet coke?
1: And I'm like, that can't be it. And so I started looking up some stuff that was like gentler. And you popped up, like (gasps) your your Facebook stuff popped up. And then I was like, okay. So I asked to join, and then it led me down the rabbit hole of like you know thirty videos a day and like you know. And then I ordered the book immediately. And I lived by this book and people are like, you know, what are you doing? That kind of thing. And so I just was uh, really excited to discover a nicer, gentler way to do keto. And it still work.
0: It's kind of a, a secret, isn't it?
1: <laughs> like it's crazy people think, is, oh, you have to be
0: really strict and follow all these rules in order to lose weight. But really it's the ironic part. You can kind of be a little bit. Flexible, maybe, with yourself yes, a little bit exactly. kinder.
1: Hmm. Exactly. You don't have to beat yourself up. Like I don't. I. I'm. I'm like you. I don't like the word cheat. Um. You know. I. I make purposeful decisions if I'm going to eat something that's not necessarily, uh. You know, in this section or in that section. I'm purposeful about it, but I don't. Um. I don't say cheat.
0: Yeah. Yeah, people That's ask me too. Kind of awesome. I don't know about you. Do they say, don't you ever have a cheat day? What do you do if you just want to go, you know, do something crazy? And I'm like, I just eat more of the same foods. You know what I mean? Like I probably right. eat just too many low carb foods as opposed to going to the hot um fudge Sunday route. I don't know. What about you?
1: Yeah, and well, and there have been times where I mean just complete transparency. Like I haven't I haven't had a hot fudge Sunday. I think they'd be pushing it for me. <laughs> but um there've been days where it's like, um everything but everything bunk cake like you know they're itty bitty and it was my birthday and I was like I'm okay like I will be okay with this because I like my best friend has actually continued this journey like she joined this journey with me um about four or five months ago and she got to her goal weight also oh congratulations well we need to get her on the show too shout out to your best friend shout out Mariah so um but we we're both definitely, we can, we can, what is it? You're an abstainer versus a. Moderator. Moderator. So I can, there's certain. You can have like a little moderate moderate
0: amount of the Bundt cake or whatever. Yeah, I could not Exactly.
1: There's things that I can moderate and then there's things that like French fry is going to do me in. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I I try my best to make sure that those are far, far away because I will eat six pounds of them. So. Mm -hmm. But the, um, but yeah, so it was just being gentle on myself and figuring out what worked and what didn't work for me because I see it. I'm sure you see my Facebook tangent on egg fast. Like,
0: well, tell me, tell me your opinions. This is your moment to shine, Miss Sheila.
1: So don't let her rip to yourself. Eggs are delicious. They're amazing. Omelets and hard boiled eggs and, um, all the cool things you can do with eggs. Why would you make them torture? And, you know, I do accidentally do uh, IF. Like it's not on purpose. It's just that I'm, you know, I know you've talked a lot about how you're hungry in the mornings. I'm never hungry in the mornings. It's well, tell coffee. people
0: what IF is just in case they don't know.
1: Sorry. Sorry. Intermittent fasting. So I accidentally usually fast until about three or four in the afternoon, not on purpose. If I am hungry, I eat, um, I'm not, it's not a punishment to me. It's just the way that my body likes to do things. And I found a way to be healthy while doing it. And not like
0: force yourself to eat something,
1: right? You're not like, oh, I have to,
0: or I have to do this window. I have to do this time schedule. It has to be this keto, keto ketorific, ketolithic schedule of fasting, right? You're not all crazy about it.
1: Exactly. And that was, yes. And it was like, I remember when I first started and I first joined the group, I asked, and I think Jeannie was one of the people who was like, if you're not hungry, don't eat. Cause I'm like, I'm not eating enough. But then there were days where like, you know, cause you get so obsessed with calories for so long. Um, and even the overall carb count, you get obsessed. And so you'd sit there and you'd be at like a thousand calories not thinking about the fact that probably 3 days later you're going to be like 18 and it all just kind of it's all balance and not making it obsessive which is yeah. I'm definitely an all or nothing so that was hard for me um but i'm definitely an all or nothing kind of person i'm definitely all or nothing for exercise like i don't know That's exercise. your thing.
0: You're you're all about the exercise.
1: Say what? I said
0: you, so you're all about the exercise?
1: Oh no, i don't exercise at all.
0: Oh you don't. Okay. No, I haven't. So it's more it. about I, just focusing on the food.
1: I, well, and I stay super active. So there's no purposeful exercise or I'll quit.
0: Gotcha. Okay. So it's all about
1: how we look no. at
0: exercise for Sheila. It's like a yes. mindset so about I'll exercise.
1: Go, mm-hmm, like if my, um, if I've eaten something like pretty heavy, like that night, I'll go for a walk. Cause I don't want to sleep on that. Right. Or, um, work. Like I said, I mean, I probably put in like 12,000 steps a day, so I don't have to go anywhere. I have a gym membership I've never seen the inside of. So I cute. you to cancel it. So, but yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's for everyone because some people have different medical conditions that really do encourage exercise. But for me, it's just being more active, like, you know, the silly, silly thing that I do to get more steps in and, and to work out is work out, But one of the things I do is when I'm cleaning my house, I used to like put everything into a pile in which room it would go into. Right. Cause I mean, I work 70 hours a week in the summertime. So I would put everything into one space. Well, now, instead of doing that, every single time I pick something up, I have to go take it to the room it goes to.
0: I like that. Then
1: I'm just adding exercise every single time I clean because I'm just having to go those extra steps. And that really did. Like, I remember I was like, I'm going to have to go. I know when you you know, you'd hit the fifty pounds, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to start working out," and you had to like set it up and do the things. Um, I was like, "No, I don't want to do that." And so, I started doing the purposeful cleaning and the purposeful steps. Like even in my office, if I forget something, um, I just make sure I walk as far back as I can. I'll take an extra loop around the parking lot before I go back in, and I started dropping weight again, and I didn't have to, didn't have to go to the gym. I, I was so excited, and I that
0: is amazing. I love the story. If I'm running,
1: there's a bear somewhere. That's it.
0: So it's just built into your day. It's just part of your lifestyle.
1: Exactly. Yeah,
0: and that way it's not torture.
1: Yes, because it would be. It would absolutely be. And I would, I would quit. I would feel like I was failing, and I would quit. Well, how
0: much weight have you lost altogether, Miss Sheila?
1: So I believe technically. So it depends on. Is it what day of the week is it? So today's Friday. <laughs> No, I was just saying, So it all varies during the week. Well, it's, approximately. I went from 236 to uh, between 168 and 175. So somewhere between 160, it's between 65 and 70 pounds.
0: That is fantastic.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know. And it was really surprising too, because it took me into a size, like I said, I was a 18 and an XXL, and it took me down to a size 4.6 and a small.
0: Wow. That's so, a huge
1: difference. You had to buy yeah, a lot of been, new clothes, my friend. Oh, uh, well, and the transitional closing was funny. You know, you're sitting there hanging on to that one pair of Miss Me jeans you paid $100 for. Exactly. And just falling off. So,
0: And you're thinking, I don't want to throw this away. I bought a lot. Of, you know, oh, I spent money so- on this suit or these jeans or whatever. Exactly. It's, it's, it's a weird transition, too. I think mentally, I don't know about you, but getting rid of clothes... It's scary too. Like in the past, you know, when I was on like Weight Watchers as a teenager or something, getting rid of clothes, then I'd gain it back and then I'd have to go buy all those clothes again. And then it made me scared to ever do that again. So did you feel anxiety about getting rid of your larger size clothes?
1: Oh, absolutely. Like I hung on to my XXLs and I and it stinks too, because you have clothes you really love. They were always your yeah. too, make you feel pretty. Um, so there were some pieces that I held on to longer than I should have because I'm like. It's so pretty, you know, um, but it doesn't fit. So it doesn't matter. And I think I was in a medium before I got rid of my XXLs.
0: So it's a process, right? It's not like you had to do it it that second.
1: And strangely, what I had the hardest time letting go of was pajama pants.
0: Oh, pajama
1: pants. Mm -hmm, I wonder what,
0: what that was about. Were they like your comfort
1: pants or your, they, they are like when I'm one of those people, like the second I walk into the house. The second I walk into the house, I get out of whatever wet clothing I'm in. And then I throw on like a ridiculously, my grandpa's oversized shirts because he's like six foot six. So I throw on his giant, you know, oversized shirts and a pair of cozy pajama pants. But I had the hardest time. I've still got a stack in there that I'm like, but they're mediums. But, but what if I, if I gain weight back, I won't have my comfort clothes.
0: It's scary. It's a process. And I don't know if you have to do it all at once, you know, it's okay to,
1: they're still sitting there
0: gently move along in the process. That's part of maintenance. Don't you think
1: it is and maintenance to me? Honestly, I think maintenance is one of the hardest parts of this journey because you work so hard to get there. Well, just trying to figure out what you can and can't do. Like you obviously don't want to just drop DLK, but like, um, can you have an extra four ounces of fair life milk? You know, can you <laughs> you're like, it's
0: scary. Um, it is, it right. Is. Yeah. It because is scary at first in the
1: losing weight section anymore. So you yeah. don't have to be as quite as a deficit. So I'm not looking at 25 net grams. I'm now at like 50 to 60 and I'm a fine. Um, mm-hmm. and I don't, and if I see myself putting on weight, I drop it back down to 30 and just, you know, and I agree with you 100% about the scale. Like the scale has been my best friend. It, it's my it's my, I don't get obsessed about it. I, I get on the scale this morning. Um, I think first thing this morning I was 173, but I'm like, um, yeah, my period starts in like three days. I don't care. So, um, it's just a way to know if I need to make some changes. That's it. It's not anything. It's to a piece to of information.
0: It's not judgment right? Mm -hmm. No one's like shaming you or
1: has no feeling. Yeah. It's like, I know we
0: all used to think that before, but, but you're right. It's just a piece of information to help you guide you in your journey. Like you said, some days you might be higher in carbs um, than others. And it, for me, it does help you think, Oh, I thought I was doing fine. And then I get on the scale after a vacation or something. And then I'm like, Oh, got, got to, you know, get back on track or tighten things up a little. And it's not like you went crazy. It's Mm -hmm. just feedback. It's just feedback. But people do get really were excited about that topic. They fight about it a lot. Well, and
1: there were definitely a couple of days, like in the beginning when I was like, okay, because it was, it was my biggest, for me personally, I lost weight. I lost weight easily. I followed, you know, 10 pounds, 10 to 11 pounds a month until I got to those last like 10. And I thought I was going to be done at 185. My goal was 185. I was like, yeah, that's where I can, that's what I thought I could maintain because I had lost weight before and working out four hours a day um, five days a week, cutting my calories down to 1200 calories a day. And that's how I dropped the weight. So when I thought about my goal weight, I was like, that's one of the hardest topics too, is your goal weight. I think maintenance and goal weight is really hard trying to figure out what that goal weight should be because some man with his pantaloons back in like 1927 decided how much we should weigh as women. And it's like, you know, figuring that out was very difficult and getting to uh, what that should be. And so I got to 185 and I was like, I'm not done. And so I kept losing. And as I kept losing, I was like, okay. And then I got to about 167, 168. And I was like, I'm happy here. I started to look a little gaunt. So I was like, mm-hmm. I'm done. Mm-hmm. And so that's been my happy place, was between 169 and
0: 175. I-, I like how you figured that out. Cause it wasn't like a I was in high school at blah, 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 Proud, you know what I mean? How people do that in their brain. I like uh, how you did I more of this is sustainable. School, <gasps> well, yeah. there you go. Mm-hmm. But it it sounds like you picked a weight that was sustainable. It wasn't like you had to cut <sighs> calories and work out four hours a day. And it made you feel no. good about yourself and the way you looked.
1: Exactly. And that was exactly and not how to work so stinking hard. It just fell off. Just yeah. eating rebel ice cream. I mean, it just fell off. So, um, and I do, I have, I'm, I'm bad. I have a whole ice cream bar every single you're night. All sneaking like, in. I do. You're I was, all sh- and I'll sit there. And when I have my PMS, like I totally sit there, <laughs> eat a rebel ice cream, have a canister of ready whip. Oh yeah. Sh- straight into my mouth with my ice cream. Like, I love that. And, and I was able to lose weight. That Isn't was that crazy to me? <laughs> no, to sit there with a canister of whipped cream, you like, what are you? My son walks in. And he's like, what are you? A sociopath? I'm like, no, it's delicious.
0: Well, I can and tell you're a little bit of a rebel. You've got some purple in your hair. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You gotta <laughs> be, gotta be in this life. So, but yeah, it was definitely, um, can you hear me? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was definitely Perfect. a, um, it was definitely Awesome. And like I said, those were the two hardest things for me was just maintenance and figuring out what my goal weight should be. Cause I asked in the group, I was like, what should my goal weight be? Turns out the answer is no one knows. And
0: only you will know. know.
1: (laughs) Only you will know. And you'll get to that place where you're like, I'm happy here. Like for my best friend, it was 25 to 30 pounds. And she was just completely content. Like I can maintain this forever. Uh, for me, it was, you know, 65 to 70 pounds. And that was like, I love how I look. I can wear the clothes I want to wear. I can do the things I want to do. And so just so you guys, anybody has that question, what's school weight? It's that's no a trick knows.
0: question, right? Well, hey, <laughs> yes. was there any, um, you mentioned the book and you mentioned the Facebook group. What do you think was the biggest resource that helped you in your dirty, lazy keto journey?
1: Your YouTube videos. So oh. I have literally watched every single video and listened to almost every single podcast.
0: And before so, we started, may I just share that Sheila pointed out I had lipstick on my teeth in one of my videos, and I owned it.
1: <laughs> I, I just had to get say that on anything, it. though.
0: I, I just, I just let it, it. I just let, comments. I just let it go. But thank you. So,
1: yes, but I mean seriously, those those videos and the podcast because um, I could find almost you know you cover a lot in the book, but it's not like you're you're not going to write the encyclopedia. You know, it's not like A through Z. You know, seventeen episodes, but um, I like that I could look up almost every, I mean, even poop, you have an entire episode.
0: There's a poop episode, people. If you need a link, I'll there put is. it below. Yeah. That was a, that's I. a really popular one. There's like not much that out there is. on the internet because no one wants nobody to talk talks about it. about
1: it, but y'all nobody. did. And so, and it's a real problem. I don't care if anybody else doesn't raise their yeah. hand, but it is a real right. issue with keto.
0: Yeah, it is. No, you're right. Okay. Now I'm the one getting embarrassed. You're killing me.
1: Well, I try, you know, and I take requests and I, I, you and Tamara did a great job on that. It was
0: awesome. I will let her know. She's back to teaching now. So I'm solo on the YouTube videos, but you know, I just feel like, um, we shouldn't make things secretive. You know, it's all these topics, people have questions and I want to take away that shame, um, and talk about these things and answer the questions people have. So it's not so mysterious. Cause right now there's just a lot of experts like oh you got to do this you got to do that and then they don't answer the hard parts like well can I have whipped cream out of the can <laughs> like who's talking you about can. that you can says well, Sheila I can.
1: okay well Sheila back up I can that doesn't mean it's right for you but I can have whipped cream out of the can I cannot have almond flour <laughs> so
0: and you said you way cannot way. have
1: French fries because you'll eat them all and I cannot have French fries
0: no, so you figured is. out what you are able to moderate and what you're able to abstain from and you figured out the mm-hmm. net carbs and what, how to figure out exercise. And that's why you've lost the weight. That's why you're on the show as a dirty, lazy keto superstar today.
1: I'm so excited. I mean, cause that's, that's been the best part. And that's one of the things I've, I really appreciate about you Stephanie is that you gave all these suggestions and you put it out in videos before stating like these, are, I list these in the book because I'm not going to tell you now, like you have to figure out what's right for you. And I appreciate that so much because even when it comes to sugars and even in our little facebook group if anybody sees this do not tell someone something's not keto or it's not yes for them you don't know that and so i use whole earth sugar like that's my that's my go-to wow I'm that crazy might not work for someone else and or they might not be able to afford it because it's not inexpensive but that's something i splurge on because it's something my coffee is very important and i can very important what you do you are a brave, brave woman with your black coffee.
0: Girl, it took me like years. <laughs> and it was only because I, I was hangry. Me, I was hungry years. and wanted to eat more. And I'm like, how can I get a couple more carbs in my day? I'm going to cut out the creamer because my creamer was out of control. It was like this much creamer and this much coffee, right? Like oh, the no, sugar-free I count creamer. Like
1: I do with liquor.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't count that either. Woo! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's what was happening. And that's why I cut, cut off my creamer. I, I was getting, a I'm little just saying, I, can't,
1: I can't do it. I can't do it yet. If I, if, if I get to the point where I have to, I will, but I'm not then we'll yet. talk.
0: That'll be yep. our part yes. two
1: conversation. I'll be right. I'll be watching that video. I mean, like she was right. Dang it.
0: Top. You got to just do you. And that's your bottom line. It feels like, I mean, is there any thing I forgot to ask you, Sheila, maybe a last tidbit of advice, anything I didn't cover?
1: No, I mean, the only thing I would say is there's gonna be a lot of situations in the real world where you cannot monitor and watch every single morsel that goes in your mouth because you don't have control over the food. And so just learn the tricks and the tips within those restaurants and places you go. Like when I go to Starbucks, I say a cap full of heavy cream, because if you've watched any of the thousands of videos that Stephanie's put out, it talks about heavy cream and how crazy they go with it. So I say a cap full and they literally fill up a cap. And That's smart.
0: I never thought so of that. that.
1: I can have my sugar-free, uh, my venti sugar-free vanilla, no classic, cat full of heavy cream, light ice, iced coffee every single morning. Boom. And still is <laughs> way.
0: And that was very specific, very impressive
1: from the coffee lover. It's sheet. actually a Trenta. It's actually a Trenta. When they came out with those cups, I was so excited.
0: Okay. I have no idea what any of that means, but I'm going to trust you. <laughs> When I go to Starbucks, I'm like, can I have the big one or the medium one? And they're like, oh, no, this oh, is this embarrassing. Is the
1: extra big one. Sometimes oh, the extra big. Extra big.
0: Yeah. My it's husband sick. knows all that stuff because he does the research for like the fast food guide, the Dirty Lazy Keto mm-hmm. fast food guide. So he had to learn it all because neither of us were really big on the coffee drinks. But now we now we know he schools me.
1: Oh, yeah. It's awesome. So he and I could chat coffee someday because it's the best product of the entire plan.
0: That that is an excellent tip. So thank you for that. And thank you so much for coming on the show today, Sheila. You were amazing. so excited. And beautiful. And just, I feel like you get it. You're just a shiny example of how Dirty Lazy Keto can help you change your life. And not just about weight loss, but about taking charge and feeling healthy and being a good role model for your daughter, facing those issues with your mom, incorporating exercise, the whipped cream, the coffee. It's like, I feel like I have to give you a gold star. I love Oh, Stephanie, here. with the tinglinging, the bells. See, I know I used to be. Oh,
1: I get all the props. I'm like this. You is get like all the props
0: today. Me. Yeah, there you go. And a clap
1: a big clap. Yes, we okay. bought one of those just because of you. My daughter had us buy one at the dollar store. Right on. I got a couple. She said Stephanie uses it. Stephanie uses it. I got a lot. Shout out to your darling. Oh wow! Extra clap just for her. That's awesome. I will definitely let her know.
0: Well, thank you so much again for coming on the show and we will chat soon. So say goodbye. Awesome. All right. Take care five friends. Bye Sheila. Well, that about wraps it up folks. Thanks so much for listening and for being part of the Dirty Lazy Keto community. I'm here to support you. I am here to help. Would you like to be notified when a new episode drops? Sign up for my free newsletter so we can keep in touch. Enter your email at dirtylazyketo.com and I'll just send you quick notifications. When something new is going on, My newsletters are free, of course, and you can unsubscribe at any time. Did you enjoy today's podcast? Do me a favor. Tell a friend. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the Dirty Lazy Keto podcast. I believe in you, my friend. I know you can do this. See you next week, keto superstars. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.